0: Trust and direction. One of the things people have in common is our need for clear and definitive direction. In short, it's hard to know what to do all the time. Even the most seasoned of us find it difficult to know what to do or where to go in every situation. Life gets complicated. Situations don't go as they should. And there you are in need of some real guidance. I can't tell you how many times someone has asked me, what do you think I should do? Or do you think this is a good decision? If the truth be told, no one is above asking for direction. Just before I took my present assignment, I called and asked some friends what they thought about where I was going. What did they think about the area? Did they think it was a good move and so forth? Because no one is above the need for direction. The person who hasn't asked for direction is a person who more than likely hasn't been anywhere. As men, we can become the butt end of jokes because when we travel and get lost, we are hesitant to ask for directions. But as a man, <clears throat> there is a real reason for it. It may not be a good one, mind you, but we have a reason. Sometimes it's just pride. True enough. OK, ladies, the cat is out of bag. We, I got it. You can stop laughing now. <laughs> we, We just don't want to ask for help. We think if we keep driving, something in the landscape will jog our memory and then we will find our way. So we just keep on driving and driving and driving, disregarding the effect it has on everyone else in the vehicle. At other times, it's hard to trust a stranger to give you the directions you need because we're naturally suspicious of people we don't know. They may lead us somewhere we don't want to be. I know it's not like that always, but in a world, in the world we live in, you have to be careful. See, trusting someone is a big deal. It's different than believing because to believe is to eventually see what you are expecting. As I said last week, belief becomes its own sign. Trusting by definition is to believe in the reliability of something or someone. To trust is to make a decision to be guided and directed or subjected to the thoughts, precepts and constructs of a given person or environment. When we trust someone, We are saying, I am looking to you to hold my life dear and not steer me wrong. Treat me with regard and respect. That is why we are so affected and hurt when people abuse and misuse our trust. It feels like a violation of something sacred and reverent. It's almost like a form of molestation. I trusted you to watch over my life and keep me safe. But you've allowed your own sinful tendencies and undealt with issues to leave me with wounds and scars that will affect every relationship I'll have for the rest of my life. See, that's the power of betrayed trust. It keeps you from trusting other people. It makes you want to just curl up in a fetal position and wait life out. But just for the record, you can't do life that way. You can't do it by yourself somewhere At some time, you'll have to learn how to trust again. So start with someone who can always be trusted to have your best interest at heart, even when you betray your own life and your own future. Proverbs chapter three, verses five and six says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths, paths plural. To trust in God is to know that your life is always of preeminent importance. Your well-being matters. God will not flippantly go about scheduling or allowing things to come into your life that will not over time make you better. It was God's intention when you came into the world to bless you despite a fallen world system. When bad things come your way, just know God is still working in your life. People are not the enemy, even though it may seem like it. The Bible says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. You must remember people are naturally flawed with a sin disposition. We may not mean to be untrustworthy or unreliable, but because we are sinful by nature, we end up letting one another down. That's the practicality of being human. But to trust in the Lord is to rely on his nature to inherently be what he said about himself, which is love. God is love. And because God loves us, we can rely on his disposition and intentions to always guide our lives with conscientiousness and concern. God's love for me, God's love for you will guide and direct our lives in a way that we can trust. Will bad things happen? Absolutely. Will I get my feelings hurt? More than likely. But will I always have direction without a doubt if we will just listen? When we lean to our own understanding rather than the fixed point of reference that is the Lord and his word, our future is skewed by our appetites that change like the wind. We can never arrive at a place of purpose and intention because we're too busy chasing after a moving target. You might hit it from time to time, but more often than not, you'll miss what you're aiming at. You see, the promise of God's love is that if we trust in him and not lean to our own understanding in everything we do, acknowledge his presence and desire to schedule and manage our lives, he will direct our paths. For instance, listen to the advice of God from the mouth of Jeremiah, the prophet in Jeremiah chapter nine, verses 23 and 24. He says, Let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. Let not the mighty man glory in his might, nor let the rich man glory in his riches. But let him who glories glory in this, that he understands and knows me, that I am the Lord, exercising loving kindness, judgment and righteousness in the earth. For in these I delight, says the Lord. Hear the love in the tenor of the text. Hear how concerned God is for his people's well-being. That's why we can trust his direction. He is always for us. Remember when I talked about the man who kept on driving, us men who keep on driving and driving and driving, even when he didn't know where he was going, hoping to arrive at his desired destination. Remember how everyone in the vehicle was subjected to that decision? See, that's what it's like when a person doesn't let God direct their path. Our lives are intertwined. So my direction directly affects your direction. So if you crazy in your driving, I get crazy by default. You are not in your life alone. We are humanity mutually affecting one another. So listen to me. Be careful while you doing you because you doing me too. I'm Dr. Alvin Summers, pastor of East Campus of First Baptist Church Indian Trail, and you've been listening to Soul Food.